right. What's up, y'all? What's good? What's poppin'? What's gully? And welcome to the Social Night Owl podcast. The podcast at night. Pamela Z, she is in the bathroom at this moment. (laughs) So when she pops up on here, yes, she is on the air, you guys. She left us yet again. But it's fine. It is fine. We got a nice little setup going on to where you guys can hear her nice and perfectly. We also have a wonderful guest in the building. Today is a uh anxiety roller coaster, you guys. Today is an anxiety roller coaster story time done a little bit differently, but I think this this way that is done is a awesome way. Today we have Fatima in the building. Fatima, what's up, girl? Nothing much, girl. Vibing, living. Um, I'm glad to be here. Thank awesome. You for me on. Glad to have you, girl. Fatima is a Walmarter. <laughs> uh, one of our Walmart associates, one of our Walmart homegirls, one of our Walmart sisters, our Walmart loves. For life. <laughs> yes, yeah, so she got a little stuff to she wanna she wanna break out and um bring forth to you guys because you know anxiety roller coaster is about defeats, achievements, or whatever you have it about stuff that we conquered and stuff that actually broke us down and conquered us. So let's go ahead and give her the mic. Let's give her the mic. Let's give her. Let's first, first of all give a shout out. Shout out your um all your socials, girl. What's going on with you? Shout out to my Instagram. It's sophisticated tt. It's p. Wait, I can't even spell right. S o p h i s t i period k a t e d underscore tt. Um. I have a Facebook as Fatima Diallo, if you're in Senegal, Fatima Diallo, and um, that's all I have for right now. (laughs) Awesome. Woo, we love you, Fatima. (laughs) (laughs) All right, she's back on the mic, y'all. All All right, so what's going on with you, girl? Um, I really just had a lot going on. I lost my mom this year, um, about three going on four months ago, and it really made a transition in my perspective of life um it shattered a lot of relationships that i had Mm -hmm. and it also let me introduce some other people in my life who i thought i couldn't depend on you know it showed that they were reliable um and then my partner he also stayed strong in some of my weakest and most vulnerable points so i feel like i learned just such a a tremendous um lesson this year you know awesome. and I feel like I can get a little deeper into that all right all right let's get into it let's get into it so um where you want to start so you lost your mother when 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 are the dates um I lost my mother August 5th after 16 days in the ICU um at Moses Cone Hospital and uh, she was there because she had her fourth massive stroke Dang. and um so of course this was our ongoing battle so it was something that uh, I don't want to say was expected, but we gradually seen coming along, you know. And um, it just left me in awe how things turned out, not simply because of how she died, but things that happened when she died and afterwards. The people like my father, who were supposed to be dependable, were asked out and (laughs) people like my cousin who was I would have called my best friend literally mere days before my mom died 
she also was asked out like left me asked out I guess um it was just it was eye-opening um I guess I can start with my my mom entered the hospital I want to say June 21st and um no yes no July 21st excuse me and um I was there with her every single day. I'm thinking, we're going to come out of this strong. Mm -hmm. She's going to learn how to use her left side of her body again. We're going to get this shit handled, you know? Yeah. I'm talking to dozens of doctors a day because she has a whole team dedicated to her. It was, and some odd reason, that's what made it so real to me. Right. You know what I mean? Because the urgency, I guess, that um, even the hospital had. So it was, it definitely wasn't. Uh, something that they could do better you know it was just something I had to deal with as it was Um, but what they ended up bringing to my attention was my mom was never going to be the same again and if you know my mom she's a she's a feisty independent girl I remember her coming in Walmart she feisty feisty okay she don't (laughs) she don't want nobody taking care of her right but so much that's just her personality um she's the one who likes to take care of everyone else yeah and i'm pretty sure with the quality of life that she would have been left in she um would not have been happy what is what is y'all's relationship you and your mother i mean that right there is my backbone my mom is my partner in crime my mom would literally climb mountains for me as a mother like she's a really good mother my mom really was different than most moms um from my friends moms none of them were comparable to my mom as far as the standard of keeping up with like not only your child but investing in your child investing in other people's children like she really was a mother to so many people more than me although she i'm her only biological child cool so that was um our relationship my mom was a great person and she literally would like find a way like right <laughs> mom, mom's making shakes right. shout out to mom <laughs> <laughs> i only ask because i there's like we go through so much different conversations and hear so much people about the hatred they have for their parent mm-hmm. and it's like why should i even though that's that's your mother what, mm-hmm. what do you mean why should you i don't care if she told you to jump off a bridge you do it she told you to do it <laughs> like, <laughs> but all right so when when is when is this climax like you, you're at the hospital she's gone or is it is it are you going through something while she's passing like um it it helped me having every day to be with her of course gradually seeing her in that state um i just didn't want to remember her that way basically what helped me was knowing i gave everything in me to make things better when before when she was capable of talking she was non-responsive for those last 16 days um she was in there for 16 days i was there every day and um on that 16th day is what i'm gonna skip to um this is when they told me basically I had to make a decision. Either she was going to get a tracheoscopy, I want to call it, or a trach, um, so they could put the ventilator on that for however long it takes for her to figure out how to breathe again. Yeah. And so much of her left side of her brain was damaged, which is the part that gives you mobility, oh gives you speech, gosh. gives you everything. So, um, or majority of the things that you need, you know what I mean? Right. Physically. So, um, we had no idea if she was even still there within those days that 
we were with her at the hospital like sometimes I'd gain some hope when she gripped my hand really hard even though that was like very rarely she didn't open her eyes for nothing but mere minutes I mean mere seconds excuse me um within all of those days so that's what really was a red flag to them or whatever right. to hair up and get the decision made because it looked like it was a long fight if it was a fight um and that was also a hard pillow to swallow mind you i'm 22 so i'm like this is a lot i'm an only <laughs> child she has a husband that she's been separated from for years yeah on and off for years and the relationship was really just hell sometimes um and it just seemed like it was left up to me literally no one else was there to make any decisions at all so it's i just felt like that was a big pill to swallow also um but what really got me through that point was realizing i gotta make decisions like maria would want um knowing her personality if i were asking her what was she, would she want to be there it was one time she gripped my hand really hard when i was talking to her and it and if you um have a stroke sometimes you can't even readjust your face expressions right you can't even open your eyelids because you lose all those capabilities right, right. um so it just seemed like her face slightly drooped like she just seemed sad and um that just it just made me feel like that I feel like it gave me confirmation when I was thinking that she wouldn't want to be in that position. She just, that was the first time in, I want to say like eight days that she had made any movement. Right. And I was talking to her and I was telling her at the moment, you don't have to keep fighting for me. Like you can, I, I really want you to do what's best for you, but I want you to stay here. But I, like I just want you to do what's best for you because right. it just looks so painful being in an ICU with your family member plugged up to tubes coming in and out of Girl. everywhere it makes you feel like a blood bag like Girl. it really does I believe it and um it just made me realize that ain't it like that ain't it um I can't imagine I'm 22 I can't imagine my feisty mom this being what I remember of her you know what I mean I want to remember I, I want to remember her as she was you know yeah um, which is I don't want to say a bunch of eyes in there but I also feel like she would have wanted the same thing but anyways I'm rambling on you can cut a lot of that out <laughs> <laughs> if necessary so sorry no you're good you're um, good girl we only 15 minutes in <laughs> okay <laughs> But um, what was I going to say? So after um, that 16th day, no, the four, the 15th day, my grandma was there with me every other day. And um, her mother, by the way, and she was basically uh, just looking sad and down. So I start, me and Malcolm were both concerned about her. So we had like a wellness check and we asked her, are you okay? Um what you been up to, you know, just trying to figure out what's been up with her. This is her last child out of three children that has passed. Oh, my gosh. So, and she lost her husband. So, my grandma's only 61, so that's not really that's old. That's young. That's you know, not, like, that's not old. <laughs> yeah, basically. So, it's just like, that's a lot. But she, she's a Jehovah Witness, and I don't know what it is, but she's just never down. Like, she's just stick and move with a Girl. smile and... 
I don't know if it be fake or if it just be what her beliefs, but she just be right pushing on. And um, I was checking on her though, and she, her, like I said, she mentioned uh, Shanice, and I don't mean to name drop, but FDB. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> so I'm sorry to laugh at that, but dang. Um, so. I asked her about how she was doing, and she imme- immediately mentioned my cousin, Shanice, who I didn't even know was still at her house. My mom invited her over, saying that she was willing to help her get on her feet if she could help her, because my mom had had a third stroke, which caused her some slight mobility problems. So she could still move around and be independent and talk, mm-hmm. but she may need, like, if she, she needed someone there if she did fall or if she did need some help. Yeah. You know, because going up and down stairs... Their house wasn't really made for um, someone with a disability. And we were all adjusting to that. I was doing everything I could being there, but I'm coming all the way from High Point. So we thought Shanice could handle the role, her being an adult now. But um, little did we know, Shanice was dealing with some kind of demons or something, like some type of mental... Um, I don't want to say if it's just something wrong with her I don't know what's up with her but I I wish her the best um but it was just really a flip the switch I had seen her two months prior we were good I did notice she was acting a bit off yeah and I said it to multiple multiple people because she was just acting like she wasn't a part of half the conversations that made the plan for that two months but that's neither here nor there anyways um so that was a red flag to me that my grandma mentioned Shanice but we wait until the next day me and Malcolm sit up there with my mom um, for that whole day and then because at this point they have her they've taken her off the um, life support so mm-hmm. we're just basically waiting waiting yeah you that's know. hard and um, I mean I sat there all day took a couple minutes to uh, we ordered some food so we went down there to get it and then we uh, we were supposed to come right back up but some odd reason we just was like let's just go to the car and we went to the car we supposed to just eat our food right there run right back up yeah but something made me me and malcolm both uh kind of had an epiphany moment like we were literally on the same frequency like we were both like was it weird yesterday how my grandmother reacted support break what's up what's up what's up what's up you guys hey take this time right now as you go potty because you know our segments are pretty long but it's okay you love us anyway take this time right now to go ahead and download that patreon app if you have not already and if you have what you guys are amazing amazing but if you haven't what's wrong with you go ahead and download that app and support us for our very own drift track you guys here in north carolina you guys our patreon link is patreon.com n-o-e-l-l-c that's patreon.com n-o-e-l-l-c or was it weird how she mentioned Shanice when we were asking how she was doing and she mentioned how Shanice is acting up? It's just like, hmm. that's what does that mean exactly? And then we begged her to best let us know what does acting up mean, Grandma, but she know how I am. Right. So she trying to save the same person who doesn't care for her, basically. Oh, my God. 
um, my grandma, if you know her, she uh, she don't like any disruption. And in order to make peace, sometimes there got to be a little disruption. Right. And um, so it turned out I go, uh, crank up the car. We did, first of all, we agreed we were just gonna go back upstairs, stay up there for a couple more hours, and then go to my grandmother's. Right. But I randomly just crank up the car and started driving. And he was like, "Where are we going?" And I was like, "My grandma's." <laughs> <laughs> and we go there and um. I have a key to the house. My mom had gave me a key to the house when she had her third stroke, just in case. Um, and I just feel like she knew something was coming along. Yeah. Um, if not physically, subconsciously. Or, you know what I mean. But um, I end up showing up at my grandma, showing up at my grandma's Bible study night. So I give her a sweet hey, go up to my mother's room. Mm-hmm. I notice Shanice is there, but I disregard her. I go up to my mother's room, and something... On me and Malcolm while we're riding there, this is what we also realized. I took her to her last few appointments on June 30th for her follow-up appointment. And she somehow ended up misplacing, I want to say, 12 bottles of pills. What? Blood thinners that were supposed to prevent the next stroke. Because if you a, a stroke basically is blood clots in the brain. Right. Um, once one area has that problem, it's kind of a domino effect. Right. But if you can keep from having blood clots you can really help it you know what I mean? yeah but it's vital you have those uh oh blood thinners so we noticed how my mom's pills went missing and we went and got the first time they went missing we put them on the table in the living room me and malcolm so i'm not i know i'm not tripping he know he's not tripping right um we move everything did they gave us for her disabilities into the house and then we call and check every single day two days later my mom says oh my pills been been gone i'm like what are you talking about um we put them on the table for you we watched watched you take those she was like yeah but i haven't seen them since me thinking okay you i spoke to you yesterday you were acting like you were going to take them but you couldn't find them she was basically agreeing to that saying that she couldn't find them um so I'm like, who all was there? It was her, Shanice, and my grandmother. I asked my grandmother, do you know what happened to the pills? She said, no, we just disregard that. Go and get some more pills. And and for the ones that we could refill on, because some pills you can't get within less than 30 days of one mm-hmm. another. Um, so already that's a problem, that she's going to be missing some medications. But we try and get as much as we can and then start her back up on those. Yeah. Those go missing. So we just realizing this along the way there. We and the only person we already asked my grandma, and she said she didn't have nothing to do with it, right? Um, Cause sh- she don't take her medicine or mess with her medicine. She said um, the only other person there was Shanice. Now, if you know Shanice, she has the history of just doing weird shit. <laughs> Excuse my French, but <laughs> I love her. But I was told through the grapevine of a family member that she unplugged her mom's oxygen tank to charge her phone. The heck going on <laughs> in the world? <laughs> and that ain't funny. That ain't funny, Lord. <laughs> I'm sorry. But it's just, I'm sorry, guys. My gosh. But it's just like, this is a red flag. Why did her mom not? Right. Do something about that. Like, <laughs> now you got this itch over my mama house doing the same probably vendetta type stuff, you know? And it's just like, my mama could have easily ticked off Shanice and she threw away her medicine or right. something. Because she's clearly not in her right mind to be also putting her hands on my grandma, which I didn't know at the moment. 
So I um I go upstairs to my mom's room that Shanice has now moved into, which is my mom did give her that room to stay the night at the few nights that she was saying she could stay there girl, to help her. Girl, wait a minute. But she been gone for weeks and think I don't know that. So she trying to act like, oh, I've been staying here the whole time. I just went back to my mom's. No, you moved back in with your mom. And she's in your mother's room. Yes. But my mom gave her that room because she could. She was having problems making it up the stairs, and it was already set up. She was saying, Shanice, you can put a couple things in there if you're going to be staying here to help me. Mm-hmm. She, but my mom called me and Malcolm multiple times complaining how Shanice didn't want to help. And when we had seen my mom a week before she ended up in the hospital, my mom asked Shanice to run up the stairs and grab something for her. And Shanice had a nasty attitude, but it, she didn't say anything to give me reason to blame you get or you get what i'm saying approach it she right. you could just smell her nasty attitude and she was just like no i'm not gonna do that uh i'm trying to buy a cigarette and my mama end up giving her a cigarette she like and she just kind of tossed 25 cent on the damn table for a fucking cent bitch anyway <laughs> <laughs> i just disregarded that because i'm like maybe she's just having a bad day let this little bitch go smoke that cigarette calm down I ran upstairs, got my mama needed, etc. Right. I but that was a red flag that she was catching an attitude with my mom asking her to run up the stairs. The only reason you here is because my mama needs your help. Right. The only reason you live in here, you don't pay no bills. Right. My mama willing to get help you get a job, two jobs. Girl. Use her car for DoorDash and her account. And help her become a PCA. And could then it been, could it have been drugs? That's what someone else said. And we gonna get into that because look, this is what gave me the red flag of ha- was she taking my mother's pills? And th- mind you, this is this could really be what killed my mom. Like, th- that's the craziest part. But I don't, I'm the type of person I don't like to bear false witness. And she had that stroke already before she entered that hospital multiple times before. So I just let go and let God. If it walks like a crackhead, but it does mess. Like, isn't it still a drug addict? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <Jeez. laughs> like, OMG, she really flipped the switch on me. So, um, you could just, uh, when we got there from my grandmother back on track, uh, you could just see Shani's had a bad attitude. You could just, I'm very good with energy. I can feel that shit like the breeze of wind. It's very natural for this me. Is, this is you coming back from the hospital right now. Yes. Right? This is me back, uh, coming walk through the door going up to my mom's room to start going through her stuff looking for these pills that we notice right just so randomly missing mind you we come in here off of mere luck we were supposed to be just grabbing the food right head back up right we don't even know what we're here for we're literally on a a ghost hunt. like we don't even mm. know what we're here for i just leaned straight on my intuition um and we realized the pills was a red flag. So we go there start looking around my mom's room only in my mom's stuff shanice comes up and say um, don't touch none of my stuff. And I told her, uh, I don't plan on it. <laughs> Why she has a nasty attitude, that's the last of my worries. My mom is in the hospital right now. Exactly. I'm here and my spirit is itching. So I'm trying to figure out what am I here for? Something that made me come all the way across here off of mere love. I literally was supposed to be grabbing my little fish tray, hand back up. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> why am I here? It's what I, I stay focused. Me and Malcolm start looking through a purple tote that's my mom's, and we find a pill bag. Malcolm sits them on the on the bed. Mind you, this is when Shanice comes and sits on the bed. She just staring off in front of her. 
like she just wants some she just itching for somebody to say something to her to give her a reason to say something mm-hmm. but we literally not I'm focused like right. I'm not even worried about you so she uh after he sits on the bed she picks it up and sits it back in the tote while he's still pulling stuff out so it's just like why are you messing with him he pulled it back out and says to her in a decent tone I pulled that out for a reason she I don't know she says some dumb shit that doesn't make sense and calls herself trying to put it back in there and Malcolm like yo so I turn around I'm like what the fuck is your problem right you know? first of all my mama is on her deathbed why are you fucking with us right exactly. now exactly and I just was straightforward. Why are you fucking with me right now? She was like, I don't, that's not my problem. That right, Malcolm, right then and there, I'm just fucking baffled by this response because, mind you, this is my weakest point right now. Right. I've been in the hospital 16 days, haven't had no fucking sleep. So and this is my best friend slash sister slash cousin. I don't have any siblings. This is the closest thing I've ever had to a sibling in right. my entire life. Right. And that's her reaction. You stand in my mama room in my mama bed. So I'm like, I start snapping. And I said, what the hell needed to be said? Bitch, you in my mama house. Why are you here? You're not paying nothing. And you got the nerve to say you don't care about my mama? With the situation that she in right now? Malcolm, like, you got to go. So we start putting her out my grandma's house. Exactly. She's like, bitch, I'm not going nowhere. You can come outside and fight me right now. Da, 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 da. I'm like, I'm in my head like she want to fight me because she's staying in my grandma's house. And being disrespectful. I got a key here. I don't got to stay here to tell you, you leaving today. And I made that happen. And it's just like, I I was very thrown off by that. Just her, if you know Shanice, you would have never seen it coming. Like, she's a quiet person and she had just been acting a little weird. I was giving it pass after pass. Just like, okay, these are red flags, but maybe she just going through some shit. Her mom just put her out, she claimed. But I see why you unplugged her oxygen tank. You're acting like a nutcase. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and she letting you come over here to somebody who who older than her and definitely can't handle you. That's child neglect. I feel like I don't care how grown your child is. If she not in her right mind, you need to address that. Exactly. Get her some help. Don't exactly. keep throwing her off on other family members. Like, oh, she's too hard for me to handle. Then what the hell you think 61-year-old Sadie going to stay? <laughs> but anyway, so... Uh, I end up going down the stairs. My grandma in between me and her. We going downstairs to fight at this point. As soon as I get this bitch outside, I'm about to go crazy. Girl. <laughs> Lower. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I got so much going on. And you you got the nerve to say you don't care about me. My mama problems is not your problem. She said a little more than that. She was like, I don't care about y'all. That ain't my problem. Uh, and then she was just popping big shit. Like, you can fight me because I'm not going nowhere. And uh, she was just going going in. Then she was talking about some conspiracy she made about me and my man's relationship. Like, she was just making up shit out of nowhere. And it was just like, yeah, I'm about to finish her. So, <laughs> finish him. So, we get down the steps. And um, <laughs> so, we get down the steps. And she don't even, she go in the living room instead of outside, which she told me, come outside. But she go in the living room. My grandma standing in between us, and she starts swinging. So with my grandma in between us, so I'm sorry, I, I start swinging around my grandma, and then Malcolm move my grandma out the way because my grandma thinks she here to stop us from fighting. When no, Girl. <laughs> no, <laughs> man. <laughs> so, <laughs> what I was gonna say. So, um, 
so my grandma, uh, my, my grandma out the way, me and Shawnee's fighting. My grandma's living room is so small. She got little odd tables here and there. So we working around and shit. So I, she on the ground, I'm fighting her. We in between a little, with them, the little uh, rocking chair sofas in the bookshelf. Okay. <laughs> We're going in. And then just out of nowhere, shout out to Malcolm. I did a little ninja throat check. <laughs> I don't even know what this is classified as, but anyway, she was up out of there. So she just got up and walked out the house and sat outside. And then she caught herself trying to run back in with a perfume bottle and spray Malcolm in the face. And he just threw her outside. Like, the heck going on? Like, girl, just <laughs> relax. So at this point, we done called the police because she really thinks she about to come back in here. We need somebody to help her grab her things. And ban her from this neighborhood. Right. <laughs> because you are acting crazy. Mind you, we don't even know what's all going, what all really happened. Um, I feel like her, uh, just to check back on the, her grabbing the pills, I feel like that was confirmation that she had something to do with the pills. Because out of all the things that we pulled out of that tote, she only picked up the pills to put back in the tote like she had something to hide. Mm. And my mama had, she, my mama's been on medicine for years, so she had... She should have had some pill bottles laying around. But she only had two from 2018. And so, I know she had more than that. Not just blood thinners. Not just blood thinners. High blood pressure, diabetes. Um, she had insulin. Everything went missing. Blood. So those are not psychedelic pills. Like, you can't get... Exactly. So basically, she's just either selling those, sold them. We don't know. what It can't even get you... It's not nothing that can get you high. It can Maybe something that can tweak something if you don't need it i don't know girl but yeah it was it was wild so um after after we get out the house she's sitting outside we're all waiting on the police and my grandma start malcolm start looking around the house he he finds a he finds two threat notes written like by somebody that's mad like it was written like a five-year-old like it with so much anger <laughs> just to say it like that she made two notes left around her stuff that said sadie don't touch my stuff especially if you don't want no problems between me and your granddaughter and the other one said sadie don't touch my stuff especially if you don't want no problems between me and fatima oh my god ain't no telling how long them papers been there and i hadn't even like i hadn't even I hadn't even spoke to her. So for her to even mention me, you get what I'm saying? It was just like, I'm supposed to be here. <laughs> like, right, right. So um, my grandma start, Malcolm bring those papers for basically like, have you seen these papers? And my grandma so naive. She like, or is she trying to act like she hasn't seen it? She's like, no, I didn't see those around. You you talking about them little scribble notes from Shawnee's? I, don't, I ain't never really read them. I seen them, but I ain't read them. But I just feel like she was just covering for her. And my grandma was just like, I don't know what's wrong with Nisi. I tried to uh, overlook what she did the other day. She really been acting up. And I'm like, grandma, you've been saying she been acting up. What does that mean? So she was just like, me and her got the fight and she hit me. And I'm like, what you mean she hit you? So mind you, this shit, 
I'm at the weakest point of my life right Girl, now. Girl, she laid hands on your grandmother. And she laid hands on my grandma. I mean, I see red. Malcolm trying to keep me from going outside. She, my grandma like, yeah, we got in the, I'm like, Grandma, what you mean she hit you? She like, we got in a whole fight, and then I just pushed her off, like a physical fist fight. And then my grandma pushed her off her, and she said, Jehovah took care of it. And they just separated and went apart. And she said, this girl had the nerve to say to her, you lucky, that's all I did. Oh, Jehovah would have been in these hands. They would have been. He would have been in these hands. So me hearing all of this while my mom is in the hospital. Oh did my I know gosh! This, little did I know, I'm 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 going. So I'm the police get there. She proves that she fucking crazy because they escort her upstairs. They they get there before I can go outside and whoop her ass from me finding out what happened with my grandma. <laughs> but um, because of that, they escort her upstairs and try to make her grab her stuff this girl lays on the bed with two officers in the room and says i'm not going to where i know my rights i've been here for more than 14 days first of all it's 30 dummy <laughs> i hope you hear this <laughs> oh my god it's 30 days first of all and um she just she just laid there so they may, had to remove her physically from the house and grabbed a little bit of her belongings and was like, uh, keep it inside the house. But we told him, no, it's going to stay on the porch. We don't want her to have no reason to come back in. We know y'all probably going to let her sign out. Um, right. So they took her wherever she needed to go and banned her from our apartments. I go downtown trying to fa- go downtown trying to uh, fail uh, not only a police report, but charges for my grandma. But of course, right. they told me I couldn't do that. So... For those that don't know, certain places that that uh, like living like certain apartments or housing or something like that, once the police is called and that person is ex- escorted off out of the neighborhood, you are like banned. You're not allowed to enter back in. You can't even get if, even if you stay there, yeah. you're not allowed back in. Like that's it. Mind you, she had only been there th- for three days. Then my grandma also told me she broke in. My grandma said she came home from work and Shanice was there. What? And, but she was so comfortable doing this because my mom had invited her to stay there. She was leaning off how my mom invited her to stay there months prior, but she never stayed there. She never. She just came and stayed the night here and there, basically. Just made it a place to crash. She never came to live there. Mind you, my mom's not on the lease, so she can't make that call in the life. Right. And that's always, thank God she wasn't at this point because that was an upper hand. We didn't have to wait for my mom to be deceased to make that call. So today, what about locks changed or anything like that? She didn't have a key. I had a key. Right. I had a key. We were the only two with the key. I didn't even live there. And my mom made sure we were the only two with the key. So I feel like that was also a red flag. Like she may have had a even worse attitude without me knowing my mother because why do you live? If you live here, why you don't have a key? Right. But your grandmother's safe though, right? Yeah, my grandmother's fine now. So... She even got a job in my grandmother's job, but that's another story for another day. <laughs> Chief. So, 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 so no surprise visits or break-ins? No surprise visits or break-ins, thankfully. The back window was unlocked. She just took the screen off and climbed her way in and stayed for three days and threatened my grandma. So she, that's why the notes were there saying, especially, don't touch my stuff if you don't want a problem between me and your grandma. I mean, me and your granddaughter, um, Basically, she was saying, if you move my stuff out, since I done moved myself in here. You saved these letters. Yes, but 
just so fucking funny. I don't know where I put them. Girl, bye. Girl. <laughs> 80, I mean, it was like, I don't, I don't know if y'all know, but depression can make you um, forget. Where? And, yeah. And that's... it was kicking my ass. Girl, bye. I mean, I was having the hardest time remembering stuff about me and my mom. Like, it was kicking my ass. And um, I feel like in that, uh, during that time, mind you, uh, I went downtown. This is like, we didn't get done with going downtown until like three o'clock at night. We finally drive back home for the first time in days, or in t- for the first time to stay the night home in days. And then we get a call at three something in the morning saying my mom passed. Oh my god! So that hit home. We get dressed, we go, and um, from there we call everybody up. And um, my dad meets me there, and he tells me while standing over my mom this is the only thing that I can remember him saying we're not getting cremation and um I'll help with the expenses but I'm not coming to a funeral I love you goodbye what's up what's up what's up y'all thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the social night owl podcast the podcast at night brought to you by night owl entertainment llc.com do not forget the llc.com we thank you guys so much for being here for supporting us you guys are so awesome in every flipping freaking way we ask right now guys that if you haven't already go ahead and download that patreon app that patreon app is going to help you guys become members every month is going to help the donations for our drift track that's right our very own drift track here in north carolina our patreon is n-o-e-l-l-c that is n-o-e-l-l-c you can go ahead and find us on facebook that's n-o entertainment l-l-c and also follow our instagram at n Oh, Entertainment LLC. For the podcast, you guys, our Instagram, our Facebook is TSNO Podcast. That's TSNO Podcast. Go ahead and do that, you guys. Check out our website for more details. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You guys are awesome.